The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Taylor, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome back everyone to part three of our conversation with Jim Kaler, elder law attorney in the state of Ohio. And we have been talking about preparing for long-term care. And there's a lot of considerations, obviously, and how an elder law attorney fits into the picture. And we've been talking about, you know, really the strategies of how to even start. And Jim, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good to be back. So do you want to give us just a little bit of a summary on what we've been talking about the first two segments before we move into part three? Sure. Okay. So um, we're talking about planning ahead for long-term care because you're worried about it now. You're not mm-hmm. yet needing long-term care. Mm-hmm. So this is what, not what elder law attorneys call a crisis case, right. but you're worried about it. You're losing sleep over it, or you're considering it and wondering if you're losing sleep over it. There are three basic strategies. Do nothing buy insurance, or give assets away. Mm -hmm. We have already talked about do nothing, and we are in the middle of insurance. Uh, We are using the following criteria to compare these three strategies. The cost of implementation, the risk added to the strategy, financial risk added to the strategy, not Mm -hmm. healthcare risk, convenience of implementing the strategy, how much control do you keep over your money, and the likelihood of success of the strategy of protecting your assets. So um, we... We were on the slide. We were talking about traditional long-term care insurance versus one of the asset-based uh, insurance approaches where you can get a whole life insurance or a, a universal life insurance with mm-hmm. a long-term care rider or right. a, um, an annuity with a long-term care rider as opposed to traditional, all we're doing is insuring your long-term care risk. Right. Okay? So <clears throat> each of these has a somewhat different fit into the criteria. They're very similar, but they're not exact. The cost to implement the strategy for traditional long-term care insurance is actually quite high compared to other planning strategies. The financial risk, however, is low because with insurance, you are paying a premium and that premium is the high cost, okay? Mm -hmm. But the rest of your money, you're leaving where it is. You're not giving anything away. You're not changing your investment strategy. You're not emptying out your IRA. Mm -hmm. You are simply adding a payment you have to make every year, quarter, monthly, whatever. And, but long-term care insurance is not inexpensive, especially the traditional type. It is very powerful. So you're getting something for your money, but it's not cheap. Okay. Sure. The risk, again, the risk, risk added by the strategy is low or actually close to zero. Okay. The convenience is very high. You pay the premium, you're done. You don't mess with the other assets. You continue to manage them the way you did. It's very convenient as long as you pay your premiums. Don't let them lapse. If you sign up for insurance, by the way, put someone else on there to be notified if the premiums stop getting paid. Because if you suffer from dementia and stop paying the premiums because you forgot, you want someone else to know, not your spouse. Okay, someone younger, a a daughter, a son, a niece, nephew, someone younger than you to get noticed that you're not paying the premiums. Okay, it gives you high control over your money. Yes, you have this added cost each year, but the rest of your money, you maintain complete control. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you simply have another bill. Well, you know, every time you add uh, another streaming service, you have another bill. 
Okay, you gave up control over the subscription fee of the streaming service. Okay, or every time you decide I'm going to Starbucks, you're giving up control over 10 bucks just for a cup, a cup of coffee. And I'm picking on somebody from Seattle here, aren't I? Uh, you it's, are in Starbucks. Uh, my, my son manages a Starbucks, and I still don't like coffee. Um, <laughs> and, but the likelihood of protecting assets is quite high with insurance. As long as you talk to an elder law attorney at the time, you could use the insurance. If you blow through the insurance and it does its job, it pays for care, but you haven't done anything with your assets during that time, you've missed an opportunity to get even more out of your insurance. Okay. An elder law attorney can make the insurance worth two or three times more what the face value says or the payout's going to be simply because we know how to use that to protect other money. So the money that you didn't give up, the money over which you maintain control while you were still healthy, because the insurance allowed you to maintain control, is still there at risk if you run the insurance all the way until it runs out and haven't done anything with that other money. Okay, so it's a high likelihood of protecting assets. If you get help from an elder law attorney, it's at best moderate if you don't get help from an elder law attorney and you simply run out the insurance. Because if you outlive the insurance, now all of your other assets are at risk. Okay, it also is not low because you could get a, a uh, what's called a partnership policy, which uh, then however much it paid out. Medicaid will ignore that much if you're in a partnership state. Ohio is a partnership state. Not all states are in the partnership program. So you have to check on your state before you buy something with that promise. Okay. Asset connected insurance. These are the ones tied to whole life, universal life, or annuities. Uh, There may be one or two others, but those are the biggies. Okay. Again, the cost of the strategy is quite high. Uh, The insurance is probably going to be cheaper with life and long-term care, but the payout for long-term care is probably going to be lower than if you get a traditional long-term care insurance. The risk added to the strategy is moderate because you've tied it to an asset and the value of that asset could go up or down. Okay. If you do it to a whole life, the risk is its growth does not keep up with inflation. Right. If you tie it to a, a universal life that is tied to, um, the stock market, you're going to be on a roller coaster. Okay. Um, if you tie it to one of those that it can only fall so much, but it, you have all the upside, mm-hmm. read the fine print on that really carefully sure. because their ability to offer you everything that grows and, and control your losses, they're probably not tied completely to whatever market they're talking right. about. Okay. Be very careful. Of that. And that's not a long-term care issue. That's an investment issue. Okay. So depending what asset tie uh, tie you have there, you have added some moderate risk to your financial world. Okay. It's quite convenient because just like traditional long-term care insurance, you still maintain control over the rest of your money. So that hasn't changed. You just have to pay this premium every month, quarter, annually, whatever. Okay. Again, you have control over, I'm sorry, the convenience is high because you just pay your premium. You maintain control of your money is high because you, as long as you pay the premium, you're done. You've carried it sure. out. And again, the likelihood of protecting assets is high if you get help from an elder law attorney. It's moderate if you run out the policy and if you, if you forget, forget to get help from an elder law attorney and you could potentially run out the policy and still have your assets out there waiting to be grabbed by Medicaid. Okay. Right. So that's what we're looking at. Those are the criteria applied to insurance. 
So we're into our last strategy. Um, so our giving away assets has two gifting approaches, direct gifts to a person, or it could be to a charity. Uh, but generally we're talking about protecting money inside the family. So mm -hmm. it's going to be a person uh, or into a trust. And you need to use an irrevocable trust here or irrevocable if you're of that pronunciation pre uh, preference. Um, because if you use a revocable trust, eh, that's just the same as you owning it. Medicaid or VA will take you to tell you to revoke the trust and use the money. Okay. So um, you have to use an irrevocable trust for it to work. Mm -hmm. With an irrevocable trust, the cost is quite low. Um, you may balk at what an elder law attorney or an estate planning attorney. And for this, I think you need one, an elder law attorney, someone who does long-term care because you want a trust written with long-term care in mind. And I love estate planning attorneys, but most of them don't understand long-term care risks. No, they don't. And you can read their powers of attorney that they write and realize they don't understand long-term care risks. <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. Um, and I <laughs> try to reach out to as many estate planning attorneys as I can and say, I'm not messing with your area. I'm not trying to write wills and powers of attorney. I don't do probate. So I leave your area alone. Please leave mine alone. Let me help your clients and let me put the estate plan back together should they need long-term care. So right. go to an elder law attorney. You can find one. If you're in Ohio, please call me. If you're not in Ohio, you can find an elder law attorney probably through NALA, N-A-E-L-A. That's the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys dot O-R-G. There is a find a lawyer button there. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then check the website to see if they really do long-term care. Mm -hmm. I know people who call themselves elder law attorneys and all they do is write wills. Technically, I guess that's elder law. And as long as they pay the fee, NALA will take their money and include them on the right. list. Right. Read their website to see what they really do. Okay. Right. So, but it's as compared to long-term care costs, the cost to create a trust is low. Okay. A few thousand dollars. Okay. Depending where you are. Yeah. This added by the strategy is moderate because when you are using the give things away now mm -hmm. strategy, you run mm -hmm. the risk of not going five years without needing Medicaid's help for long-term care. Sure. Okay. That's the risk you run. That's why it's moderate. Convenience is low over the money you put into the trust or other assets, whatever it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, now, if we put your house into a trust, actually, the convenience is still quite high because it still acts like a house. You can still yeah. live in it. You're going to yeah. be a, you're you're the be beneficiary a, of the yeah. trust. You're going to be it a tenant now. Okay. Yeah of the trust as the owner, or you may be a subtenant of the right. trust as the owner, uh, uh, one of the beneficiary, one of the death beneficiaries of the trust being the direct tenant and you're a subtenant. That's the approach I like. Right. A friend of mine taught me that approach because uh, I'd, I'd gone direct tenancy with the trust and I realized the va the added value of his approach. Um, but, uh, but the house still acts like a house. You can still live in it. You still pay mm -hmm. the utilities and the upkeep, mm -hmm. et cetera. Okay. Just like it was before, but for other assets, they aren't yours anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't get the benefit of the stock market going up and down with stuff that you put into the no. trust and have riding the stock market roller coaster. Correct. Okay. So, uh, and it, it, so people have to be willing to give things up and put them in the trust. And that level of inconvenience is something they don't like. The control over the money because it's not your money anymore inside the trust True. is low. You have to be willing to give it up. 
That also means you're not putting everything you got into the trust. You have to hold enough back to support your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look at your income. How much more do you think you'll need? Yes, I'm asking you to look into a crystal ball. When I do this with clients, we talk now the house is different. I'll put the house into a trust, no problem, by itself, lock, stock, and barrel, because the house is either all in or all out. Okay. Um, but again, it still acts like a house. But with other assets, I ask people to estimate what they think they need, and then I insist that they add an extra 10%, and that's what they keep. Okay, at least an extra 10%. Because I'd rather they uh, keep more for their own lives before they need care. Mm-hmm. try to shelter a bit more that doesn't benefit them. It benefits their children and grandchildren. I love the children and grandchildren, but I'm still worried about my clients and I want them to have a good life for right. as long as possible. Absolutely. Okay? And then the likelihood of protecting assets um, is moderate again, because you may not get through the five years. Okay? Right. There right. is also an added risk with the strategy. Now I'm going thinking back to the risk added by the strategy. This is going to be risk probably as much in your mind as anywhere else, but it is, it, it was your money before you put it in the trust. So what's in sure. your mind is very fair. The trustee may not invest it, manage it the way you want them to. Right. Well, you know what? Tough. You gave up control. That's the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. If you give up control and go five years without your Medicaid's help, Medicaid's not going to touch it because mm-hmm. you, you've outlasted the look back period. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the cost of that is you have to give up control to someone else and it's not your ownership anymore. Right, right. Because it's the lack of legal ownership that allows Medicaid to ignore Correct. it. Correct. Okay. Correct. So should we, should we go to segment four at this point? Sure. Let's go to segment uh, four. Okay. So everyone, I just want to let you all know that we are, again, giving this presentation on YouTube. Go to Answers for Elders on YouTube, and you will find it there. Um, We'll also uh, absolutely put it on our website. So um, anyway, just stay tuned for that. In the meantime, um, we have more to share on this topic of planning for long-term care and what is all involved with Mr. Jim Kaler, attorney at law in Ohio. And we'll be right back right after this. State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com or just email him at J-K-O-E-W-L-E-R hyphen A-F-E. That's J-Kaler A-F-E at protectingseniors.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier. 